We'll get started by talking about Battle Bards as usual. We like to talk about them because they offer us all sorts of sound effects that we get to use in our shows. Thank you, Battle Bards, for letting us do that. They also have a Prime subscription. If you're interested at all in looking for quality sounds to add to your show, fantasy, science fiction, steampunk, western, you name it. There's all sorts of good stuff there. Great music that you can add as accents. Check them out. Through a Prime subscription, you'll have access to sound effects that you can stream, tools that you can use to build soundscapes, and if you use our special code STACK, you'll get a 20% discount when you sign up. Also, we are affiliates of Dice Envy. Go buy some dice using the link that we have in our show notes, and you'll be able to not only get a sweet set of dice, but help support our show, because we get a small percentage of what they sell. Thanks a lot, Dice Envy, for letting us be a part of that program. We're looking forward to it, and we hope that Everyone will be enjoying some new dice soon. You can reach us on Twitter and Instagram at Stack of Dice. We have an email address, stack.o.dice at gmail.com, our wiki, vardalon.wikia.com, and please leave us a review. We'd love that. For mentions, this time I wanted to say if you live in Maryland, Virginia, California, Texas, or Indiana, you represent our top five states in terms of numbers of downloads. Thank you so much for supporting our show through your downloads. Each time you pull an episode, it lets us know you care about the story we're all telling together, and it makes my day so much to be able to see those numbers climbing. Similarly, if you live in one of our top five countries, your support means a lot. I'm not exactly sure where I expected the show to go when we started off last May. It's only nine months ago. Oh, wow. But your continued support has quite literally meant the world to us. So here goes. Listeners in the UK, thank you. Ireland, Gurrahmaagat. Sweden, Tak. Australia, how do they say thank you in Australia? Thanks. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> Thanks, mate. And India, Danyavad. If you don't live in any of these places, don't worry. We definitely appreciate your downloads just as much. But be sure to tell your friends about us. Get the iTunes reviews going. And we'd love to be able to talk about your state or country bumping someone else out of those top five. And if you're listening to us, we want to hear from you. Catch us on Instagram, Twitter, or by email using the ways we talked about previously. As always, thank you very much for the love you're showing our story, stackers. Here's the thing. Instead of a question this time, oh dear. I want each of you to recap the last episode, and I'll choose a winner who will get a reward for the one I like best. But here's the catch. You can only use sound effects. Ready? Michael, start us off.
I don't think anyone's gonna top that. <laughs> Why don't you just go again? Go Please ahead. Please don't make me try one. and top that. <laughs> Are try. you begging out? I'm begging out. Maybe I should have started with you instead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I should have known. Thane, you want to give it a shot? How can I? <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, I, I can't. The default winner is Michael. I think that was a, who that gets was a biscuit. Yes. <laughs> oh, for later though. Actually, I was going to give you five experience points. Yes. Oh, come on. Yes. <laughs> I'm taking them. I'm taking them. I know. I bet you are taking them and running. They're already marked down. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Here is the recap. I will not be using sound effects. In case you missed the last show, during that episode, Tira, Bash, and Peter made their way back to the docks where they found Asimri's workshop. It turned out that he and his assistant, Bakongo, a turtle, had developed an amazing device that allowed them to travel underwater. Using it, they managed to sneak under the pirate fleet and escape, but not before doing some serious damage to the fleet's flagship. Who's ready to tell a story? Me. I am. You drift along in the water. Peter, your hands are on the levers. Tira, what are you doing? I'm looking out the, I guess, whichever of the portals will allow me to kind of keep track of if we're being followed or if anything else is coming. As you're looking, again, it's moonlit waters above, so it's hard to make out, but it looks like the fleet might be breaking up. Based on the interruptions of the moonlight, it seems like a lot of ships are moving around up there, and maybe with the flagship making its departure, the others don't have the coordination that they need to function effectively as a pirate fleet. Uh, and so they're starting to drift away, not sure of what lurks in the waters below them. <laughs> it looks like they're breaking up. Uh, hopefully we've done enough to call off their attack on the town. I feel badly for just bowing out like this, but... It's good for the city, but not so good for us because if they're splintering, that means that w- there's no telling when, when we'll be able to surface safely without one of their ships happening to spot us. I guess that's a good point. We'll just have to creep along until we're out of range, I guess. Why can't we just t- put the lights out and surface? I need to get out of here. Mm. Bash, I know you don't want to be down here, but we need to at least get some distance between us and that city. Let's make our way along the coast, and then we'll surface, we'll make land, and then we'll get out. We'll see from there. How can I tell if I'm going south? I guess it's like a compass or anything on the... 
Or uh, somebody's had that depth chart. He did, but that doesn't really show us. It's going to show cardinal directions. It's just it's not mapped out like land would be. Yeah, the map's going to show which way is north and south on the map, but that doesn't tell us where we're pointing. You see Asimiris and Bakongo immediately begin conferring, and after a moment, Bakongo triumphantly places a dish in front of you. It looks like a bowl filled with water. What's this? Oh, I forgot. And he reaches into his shell and comes back out with a piece of metal and he places it in the water after he does something to it. And you can see it. It begins to, once it hits the surface of the water, it begins to spin slightly. My eyes widen. And then it somewhat fixes in a certain direction. You see the pointy end of the pin pointing and the Congo says, I found this trick a long time ago, but it works. So how do I know which way is north? Follow the pointy end. Okay, so I'll just... The pointy the op- end is north, or the pointy end is the direction where we're going? The pointy end is north. So that means I go the opposite direction, to go south. Depends on where you want to go, yes. All right, well, uh, I, I see which way the, the needle points, and I'm just going to flip the turn lever uh, a little bit to turn us so that way it's pointing basically towards the back of the apparatus and full speed ahead. Okay. And uh, maybe angle a bit to the, see here, to the west, so we can get closer to the shore, but not too close. So you're just basically following the shoreline? Yeah, following the, the shoreline, line. so that way, once we get a safe distance away, it won't be too hard to just pull ashore. Yeah. And are you staying underwater, or are you coming up? I'd say, yeah, maybe 20 or so feet below the surface. So you're maybe rising to 20? You're rising to 20, maybe a little bit higher. I don't know. Let's not go too high. They'll be, if they're still in the arrow, they'll be able to see us. All right. Staying at 20. And the lights are off? Uh, yeah, let's turn off the lights. No. Okay. Yeah, let's turn off the yeah, lights. Yeah, because now we have this thing to guide us. We can just follow the side of the land. We don't need the lights That's on. That's true, but there's no telling if the land's going to jut out anywhere. So, Tira, if you want to take the navigator duties. All right. And you can warn him of upcoming obstacles. Land juts. Asimiris and Thump and... Bakongo seem to be okay looking out the viewports and they're, they're giving you the visual while you're looking at the map. So between the, f- the six of you, or at least the five of you, Wamba mm-hmm. Bash, are you sitting on the floor in the midst of all this? Yes. <laughs> they're all having to work around you. Uh, but everyone is bustling around and trying to make sure that you stay safe. And for those of you who can see... This is a world unlike anything you know above. Thick patches of seaweed rise from the floor in places. Every now and then, schools of fish, brightly colored, startled by your sudden appearance, dart off into the safety of darker waters. From time to time, there are sounds that echo through the water from unknown distances. I can't believe this down here. I thought it might be kind of like being down in the Dell, but it's completely different. Yeah. This is amazing. Hmm. That's absolutely fascinating. <laughs> wow. More travel time goes on. How long do you want to give it? Um, okay, are we able to measure the distance we've gone? Is there anything that using? Any... Yeah, that's that's a little or iffy. Or should we just go by time? Basically, time. Okay. Knowing that you're moving six knots an hour on average allows you to somewhat calculate on the map. Maybe we should give it an hour then. Yeah, give it an hour and then pull over. 
Or you find a McDonald's or something. <laughs> Wamberbash looks perturbed. What is it, Bash? I don't want to be in here for an hour. It's already been an hour. An- another hour. <laughs> I need to get out of here now. I'm looking out the ports and I'm looking up. Do I see anything obstructing our view of the moonlit surface overhead? All right, Peter, why don't you take us up to 10 feet? Gotcha. You rise and there's a return of sound from the outside. You can hear wind playing across the top of the cylinder. We're at 10 feet. Oh, you're at 10. Yeah. Scratch that. (laughs) You almost imagine you could hear the wind playing across the top. (laughs) I just want us to go up by degrees. You know, if we go up a little bit and suddenly it seems like somebody notices us, then we can dive back down. But Dive, dive, dive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Does anything happen? Nothing. Nothing happens. A little bit more. I'm looking I... out the window. Can I see any better now that we're a little closer to the surface? Yeah. Uh, it's moonlit. Uh, you're able to see, again, the water seems to make a disc around mm-hmm. you where the light is. And nothing seems to be obstructing anything. I go up to five feet. Same. All right, then I, I breach. That's when you hear the water cascading from the top and the wind playing across the top of the cylinder, and you are now surfaced and still turning along at a pretty good... All right, so now I'm going around to all the different portholes and looking out in every direction. Nothing. Nothing, all, all right. right. Well, I'm going to pull over to the coast. And... The coast is clear. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pull over to the coast and go on shore. Okay. Well, oh, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull, pull out our, pull out our legs. All right. You begin to head into shallower waters, and the legs drop down, and you can already see them churning against the water. And as you begin to get into the silty, sandy parts, the legs begin pulling you forward, and before you know it, you're clumping up onto the beach, and you find yourself in a very inhospitable-looking area. Inhospitable how? You're, what, you went for about an hour? Yes. Yes. Already, you can see that any signs of civilization seem to be far away. The air is frigid around you. In fact, the water is already beginning to turn into uh, ice crystals on the outside. Is there foliage, though, and everything else? And, and like um... It looks like windswept, almost like tundra. It's not frozen or anything, but... But there is like trees or some trees or like scrub. Okay. So anyway, I'm going to flip the lever that opens the hatch and the back swings open and a blast of cold air. Close that door. Close that door. I, I, I leave that place as soon as the door opens. Womberbash, go ahead and dive out. Uh, let's see. Give me a constitution check to see if you can. Not freeze to death. 21. Okay. The temperature of the water knifes through you, but you're able to sputter your way up to the surface. You're already on the surface, mm-hmm. but you, you manage to... Get to the dry ground? Yeah, you manage to get away from the wake of this thing and start splashing towards shore, kind of angling away in the opposite direction. They're, they're headed roughly northwest. You're kind of headed northeast. So um, as soon as I get onto, like, drier, like... Yeah. Sand, I, guess? I see you splashing forward, and your your arms are hanging down by your side. You can feel the cold cutting through you. Um, when I get to like some sand or whatever, I'm gonna expend my last four psi points. I have no psi points after this. I'm doing a mighty leap, and I'm jumping eighty feet 
at an angle as far into inland as possible. And as soon as I hit the ground, I'm gonna start take. I'm gonna start running. Bash! Oh my god! Peter, why did you just open the door like that? I told you he was gonna run out as soon as we opened the door. By the sham. All right. Um, I'm running and I'm running and I'm here. running and I'm running, uh, so and I'm running and I'm running and I'm running. <laughs> All right. So I once we actually like get out of the water, I'm gonna say who's the f- like. So still, you're gonna <laughs> ask who's the fastest? Just start I'm, running. I'm, I'm, I'm so, who's I'm, the idiot who left the door open? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 still pushing us forward, but I'm gonna ask you know who here's the fastest? Who can run? Are you serious? Uh, I just bolt bolt out the door running. Tira, you go tumbling out the back. You hit the ground, and your feet are already moving. And you, I know I have no chance of really catching him because I'm smaller. I'm just saying. You do. Your speed is actually higher. <gasps> That's than right. I'm faster. You got. He already jumped 80 feet. That's okay. But you do have five feet on him. You'll gain on him slowly. Okay. All right. So I just take off running. Yeah. How fast is? Oh, this, this is going to be interesting. When I catch up with you, he's so mad at me. <laughs> I have. Uh, so how fast is the apparatus? On it's, land, probably. It's much slower on yeah. land. It it moves. Maybe five. at about five miles an hour. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, it's not yeah, this fast. Is crab crawling. Ka-chunk, 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 yeah. ka-chunk. It's meant for underwater. Yeah, definitely. Tira, you see that the grass here, first of all, there's a big gap of 80 feet. But you can see the impression in the sand from where it's obvious that he sprang off. Mm-hmm. And so you look in the direction of his footprints and mm-hmm. you can see, yeah, which direction he sprang. All right. And you just head off in Take that off. direction. Womberbash, you're running, and what's going through your mind? I, um, I'm angry, and I uh, just want to get as far away from Tira and Peter as possible. Hmm. Tira, you are once you get past the 80-foot mark, you can see the beginnings of his passage. And so you're just following, and it's easy for you in the dark. Mm-hmm. You're able to see where the grass has been bent aside, and it's very clear which way he went. Is there any trees? There are no trees whatsoever? I mean, you said there was shrubbery, but there is there somewhat like maybe eight-foot trees, five-foot, eight-foot trees, like smaller trees? There is one very twisted, gnarled tree that seems to be growing all by itself out here. All right, I'm going to run toward that, and when I get under, under it, um, what what's the soil like? Is it... Like a sandy, coarser soil, or is it like, um, is it like actual just regular dirt? This area is, it's dirt by now, this far inland. Okay. Um, you're probably three or four miles inland now. Okay. Actually better than that, but not much. I'm going to sit down next to the tree, and I'm going to pull in my legs up underneath my, my tunic, and I'm going to pull my um, my mantle and my, my short my short like cape like thing over my shoulders or whatever and i'm just gonna huddle over and rock back and forth i'm pretty warm right now because we've been running for some time so at least i'm worked up i'm kind of sweating at this point too yeah. and i'm just gonna sit down and be uh, close to this tree as um as quiet as i possibly can while i just sit there and rest for a few moments uh so yeah you huddle down at the foot of the tree and uh, the thoughts of anger still and all that and tira another it's more, but we'll get into that later <laughs> within a few minutes of him settling down, you come into sight of the tree. Okay, I assume I see him under it. Yes, you do. All right, so I'm going to, I guess I'm going to slow to uh, get get within, I don't know, 30 or 40 feet of it, and then just slow 
to a walk. Maybe try and come up. Uh, I don't want know if I want to come up behind him because it might freak him out. I hear you. Stay away from me. Bash, I know you're mad. I'm advancing slowly, kind of. Don't come any closer. How close am I? Maybe. 35. 35 feet away. What do you want me to say? I trusted you. I thought you were my friend. I am your friend, Bash. We had to get on that contraption. It was the only way for us to get out. I did not want to get on. I know. If you hadn't gotten on, would you rather we left you behind there? I, I would have. I wouldn't. I wanted to swim. You would not have caught up with us. You would have been killed by the pirates. I don't. I don't like that. I don't want to be on that. We're not. We're not going to be getting on that anymore. We just needed it to get away. Where's Peter? He's still back on the thing, as far as I know. Did I took off running after you when you left? We can't be separated. Was it Peter's idea to hit me? No. Stay away from me. Bash, I'm sorry. It was the only thing I could think of. Where's Peter? He's back at the shore. The summary's in Bakongo. I'm staying right here. I'm going to start moving slowly don't, forward. Don't, don't, come, don't come closer. I'm not going to hit you again. Is that what you're afraid of? Don't come closer, please. I'm going to sit down on the ground right where I am, facing him. I can stay here as long as you can, Bash. I'm not leaving without you. I want Peter. Where's Peter? He's back at the shore. I can't believe you hit me. I said I was sorry. I couldn't think of anything else. I don't like small spaces. I know you don't. (laughs) We're going in circles. (laughs) I know you don't like small circles. That was the only way for us to get away. Do you want me to go back and get Peter and bring him here? If I leave you, what's my guarantee that you're even going to still be here when I get back? Please get Peter. You know we need to stay together, Bash. If I leave you here to go get Peter, are you going to be here when I get back? I don't want to be with you. I understand. You didn't answer my question. If I go away to get Peter, are you going to be here when I get back? I'll wait for Peter. All right. Get up and head back for Peter. You set out at a trot, mm-hmm. and about 40 minutes later, you get back to Peter. Peter, uh, what have you following. been doing? I've been following along with the apparatus, so I shouldn't be... Very far away. I mean, you have the lights on. Is that how you're tracking this? That's uh, the only way you could. Yeah. Yeah. I have the lights on. Okay. Um, It's slow going for you though, uh, because you're having to basically look for something with headlights and that's not terribly conducive to that. I I know that they just kind of like took off running. So I just went in the direction that they went. Did Bakongo and Asimaris get out? I assume they stayed on with me. All right. So it's the three of you. And Tira is heading back towards you. In fact, mm-hmm. you see her suddenly appear in the far reaches of your headlights. And you see her... Well, what do you do, Tira, when you see the headlights up ahead? Okay, so I'm just going to hold up a hand and run forward. 
and uh, I, go I, in the door. I, yeah, I stop. Well, I still have just the door stop. Open. Yeah. I, I'm just kind of going along with the door open. It shouldn't be too hard for you. Just kind of like come around and hop back, on, hop on or something. All right. St- I, I'm in. I'm in the apparatus. It's okay. Just stop. Stop moving. I stop. I found Bash further in, sitting under a tree. He doesn't want to talk to me, and he wouldn't even come back with me. He said he'd only talk to you, Peter. Okay. Here, uh, I'll I'll leave the the apparatus mm-hmm. in your guys' hands. I'll, I'll yeah go see what's up. I'm going too. I'm just thump fills the cabin with the smell of perfume, that curling wisp of perfume. That's that's, that's his oh, uh, question mark. Yeah. Bash just isn't. He's he's mad right now. Thump. Um, he points toward the door, and again that smell. He he didn't want to be in here in the first place. You, do we want him to go? You want you want to come with us? I, I think I think I think want we should bring him. Too. Yeah, I think I want to see you too, Thump. There's a smell of baking bread. Yeah. All right. Well, so I I hop out and I'm just leaving mm-hmm. Bakongo and Asimaris at the helm, and uh, going going on. They're just going to stay put, aren't they? They're not going to. We will go nowhere. Okay. Okay. All right, so we, I guess we start trotting back. In fact, we will start making repairs. That would Thank be you. optimal. What are they going to make repairs with? We kind of just left it. He's going to take glass and melt it into steel. No joke, he's going to just grab some <laughs> sand and start making stuff. Patch hey, up Minecraft, what, right? Yeah. What would MacGyver do? <laughs> yeah. So the three of you are now, or Tira, are you staying? No, no, I'm going. The three of you begin making your way following Tira's lead mm-hmm. back to the tree and... Walmer Bash, it's been a very long hour and a half. I actually fell asleep. I passed out. <laughs> I believe it. After she left. Yeah. You awaken to the sound of tramping feet. Who is that? Who is that? Bash, it's, it's me. And I brought Thump. Thump crouches down next to you. He, he gets close enough, and the smell of green forest rolls off of him. I'm staying back about the 35 he puts his hand on your shoulder, and then he you, looks at Peter. You all right, Bash? Why did you let Tira do that to me? I'm, I'm sorry, Bash. I know you didn't want to get on, but as Tira's probably already said, that was our only chance of escape, and we were by no means going to leave you behind. And I, I know that you said that you were... That you would swim with us, but there's, you weren't going to keep up with it, and we weren't going to take the chance of you potentially falling into pirate hands or something. There's no telling what they would have done with you. That's my choice. I know. That's my choice. I, I've been alone my whole life, and I, I liked it that way. But then after I met you guys, I, I, I was, I, I got comfortable with being with you. But now after this. I, I feel like I'm alone, that I can't trust you guys anymore. And now I can't take it. I don't like feeling alone. You can trust us, Bash. We were trying to ensure your safety. How can I? I look over at Tira. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm 35 feet away. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slowly start making my way over there. Stay away. I guess I'm kind of calling 
to him. Stop where I am. How can we regain your trust if you won't come back with us? You don't want to be alone. I already feel alone. At this point, Thump sends off the smells of fire, smoke, and then rain. <laughs> we never did just... We <laughs> of course, all the ones we have... Rain's new. Well, is it the oh, petrichor oh. smell? Yeah, the petrichor. Yeah, we haven't deciphered petrichor or smoke. And then he sends off the smell of dampness. What was your smell again? Green forest. No, it was like herbs methane, wasn't it, or something like that? Yes, that's right. Yes, you were methane. Yes, that's right. I'm, I'm sorry. So, yeah, there's the smell of... Damp stone. Damp stone. Green living smell. That's what I said for you, Peter. And then methane. And then there's the smell of baking bread. Peter, can you start a fire? Of of, of course. I'm getting cold. Tira Um, can come closer, but she has to be on the other side. uh, So I'm just going to... um, I'm tired. Maybe grab a couple of branches, maybe from around the tree, and maybe Mm -hmm. snap a couple off of the tree itself. And then... The tree topples over. (laughs) (laughs) Onto Walmart Bash. I can't trust you! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Curse you, Peter Greyhawk! (laughs) So, yeah, I I start a fire. I inch forward and sit on the opposite side of the fire, directly across from Bash. So I'm looking over the fire at him. No! (laughs) (laughs) Glaring moodily. I, uh, basically, I'm like, I'm tired. And so I, I kind of turn over and I, I, I fall asleep. I wish I had a spell that healed emotions. <laughs> Those are the worst wounds of them all. Cure feelings. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so he's asleep, so I turn to Peter. Kind of hoping are you for sitting? a long rest here. <laughs> Just pick him up while he's sleeping. <laughs> oh, man, no. No. He wakes up and he's just like, oh. <laughs> I man. hate you guys. Not again. <laughs> Oh I'm surprised you didn't pull that little trick out in the submarine. I just, I just relieved myself before I stepped on that. <laughs> oh man, lovely. Um, all right, so I, I'm, I'm assuming that Peter's now sitting down on the fire by me. All right, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm sitting down between Tira and Bash. And ben, okay. I don't know how he's, how we're gonna get him to get over this. I don't know either. By the way, Thump has cradled your head on his lap. Aww. And a smell of honeysuckle fills the air. Oh, dear, another one. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> I start eating Thump's finger. Okay, so I don't have fire on my list here. I've got green meadow sulfur, bread, dust, vinegar, perfume, sweat, petrichor, smoke, hot dust, damp stone, hot honey, uh, a metallic smell, and balm. Now you've just added fire. You had methane on there already? No, I'll get that here in okay. a second. Fire, and what was the other one you just said? Honeysuckle. Honeysuckle. Thumb, can you write in common? Uh, in Adolin? He shakes his head. No. He's like, Peter, what are you talking about? Actually, he says it out loud. Dude, what are you talking about? What? I hate you. I can't trust you. Because <laughs> 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 so, if so, I would, I would just have him like write down like what all his smells mean. And oh, that would be too easy. Come on. Can you write in Vondheider? No, stop it. He can't write, dude. Can you write an he elvish? No, smells. he can't. <laughs> There's a heavy perfume smell in the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never mind. All right, now. 
what are we going to do now? We need to be working together or this is not going to work. How are we going to... We're not going to get him back on that submarine again. <laughs> I wouldn't Wait, say submarine. submarine. What, what is that We're not going to get him back on that contraption again. But we, I don't think we need to travel by water anymore. We, seem we could safe. travel on the surface of the water and he could sit on top. That thing seems awfully slow. I think we were faster. On the surface of the water. He doesn't... It wasn't just the water that was bothering him. He doesn't want to be in a small space he like that. He could sit on top of it as we ride on the surface of the water. I guess we can ask him. Well, you can ask him. I don't think he's going to do anything I suggest at this point. But that would be dangerous because as we're rounding around the southern tip, we're getting closer to the cold mountains of Muwaka. And it's... it's. How are we going to do this? We can't travel in this type of weather for very long. Especially and, not without animals. And by the way, who who... Like... The Simmeries and Bakanga never said that we could actually keep this. This was just an escape mechanism. For all for for all we know, they could just be intent. They could just be um, intending to, you know, ride it back home. You know, when we first started out on this journey, it didn't really occur to me that we would face difficulties like this. We have no animals. We have no means of traveling through cold weather. Bash is not going to get back in that contraption, and he doesn't trust us anymore. This is starting to seem impossible. Wamberbash, as you are asleep, even in the midst of your emotional turmoil, you begin to feel a sense of great peace wash over you, and almost like a warmth is filling you from within. Your face immediately relaxes. And you stir slightly on your on Thump's lap and turn to face the fire, and the two of you can see his face as he does that. And the same kind of peace seems to wash over both of you. And then you see it striding across the grassland, the great antlers of the stag. And we're going to end it there. <laughs> I'm like, what the? <laughs> Are we? Our 30-minute episode. No. Oh, okay. <sighs> I was scared. <laughs> the figure seems to be a little luminescent tonight. In the moonlight, it's just shining off of the great shaggy coat, and it almost appears to be glowing silver in the moonlight. You can see its breath as it approaches you, and it stops outside the circle of your firelight. And dips its head towards you. I stand up and approach. Enderil. Oh, it's so good to see you again. And you too, Peter. Tira. I feel like we're letting you down. So much has gone wrong in the last 24 hours. What are we going to do? We're stranded. Bash doesn't want to come with us. We're alone. There is great difficulty in fulfilling a great purpose. No path is easy when you take the hard path. I chose each of you for your strength of heart and character and mind. This is not a challenge too great for you. You share love. 
I know that Womberbash feels as he does because he loves. If he did not care about each of you, this would not have affected him in this way. Womberbash, it almost feels like you're hearing this in your dreams. You can see a tear descend the stag's muzzle. And if his coat seems to shine silver, this almost seems to shine white in the darkness. What is it? I am sorry to have put such a heavy burden on each of you. I know this is not an easy task. I am doing what I can to pave the way for you, but there is much of late that has required my attention. Many things are moving in the north. Surely you have seen and heard of the armies that are forming. There was an army about to attack Abendele before we escaped. You can see his head sag even lower, and it just looks like a great weariness has descended on him. Then speed is of the essence. What have you discovered? We know that, well, we read about two gods fracturing and scattering pieces all over Vardalon. Uh, About pillars or something on the four corners of Edelin. At that, his head swings back up. Pillars? Yeah, what was it that they read? Wamberbash shifts in his sleep and hands you a piece of paper. (laughs) (laughs) Be careful with that. It's got my notes on it. Oh, it does. Talking about the desert sage, what we found out in Jama, but how uh, how his eyes danced in the shade of the fire blossom bush when he spoke of the pillars, tall and crystalline, clear as glass, yet without life. They stood at the four corners of the land, upholding the ceiling of the sky, the realm of the one true god, who once wrestled daily with his greatest foe. The pillars, the gifts, and remnants of god and foe, master of the sky and usurper, protectors of their being, those who awakened them, he said, will restore the power of the former music. This gives me hope. How so? This is the only place you have read of the pillars? No, there was another poem or story or something that we just recently read. Just yesterday. Sleeping Bash, give me that one. <laughs> yes, just yesterday. Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> Good night. Or even today, depending on what time of day it is. Okay, yeah, it's, it's before midnight. And it was just, yeah, we just read it this afternoon. <laughs> sometimes it feels like we've learned so much and yet nothing at all. Every It seems like every new revelation just brings us more mystery. We don't seem to be getting any closer. But there's this story talks about crow and butterfly and how they once were the opposites of what they appear now and but they were put through some kind of a test or I don't it's it's hard to make out but here towards the end it talks about light of the pillar like pieces dying and true singers each falling asleep at the foot the true singers 
Yes, does that mean anything? It mentions the singers. It does. Who are the singers? With this, it seems like that weight that was descending on him now rolls off. The singers. They were known as the bards. They were shapers of thought into that which is real. Today's inventors are a pale imitation. And you may notice that in this world none call themselves bards because none can ever attain to that level of accomplishment. If these singers actually exist, then there is still hope. They might be able to restore magic to its former place. Restore magic? Wait, you likened singers to inventors? In some ways, yes, but they were shapers of magical energy, not of materials. So did they create things on this world? No, remember, I I was woken, I woke up, right? You did? No. (laughs) (laughs) You're sort of hearing these words in your dreams, but you're still asleep. I actually think I should wake up Bash, because he'll want to see this. Well, so just so you know, this, this, this sleep is not necessarily voluntary. It's more of like I, I spent every single one of my side points mm-hmm. and with the anxiety and everything else, I'm pretty much like knocked yeah. out because I have to recover. Man. So don't wake me up. Not even Please. if I got <laughs> Wake me up. Wake me up. <laughs> However, wake me up before you go, go. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Wham. What about men like Asemaris? Could he be a singer? No. It is a different kind of skill. He has the skill of the hands. The singers had the skill of magic, a wisdom within. So the pilgrims described these singers as falling asleep at the feet of the pillars. Does this mean that these pillars are actual places? I have heard stories of places of great power. It would not be out of the realm of possibility for these pillars to be actual places. Where should we go next? What should we do? Where were you headed next? We, were uh, go- we weren't really thinking about where we, we were going. We were just trying to get away. We were going to Tuanue. I suppose it's the last one left. Well, after that, there was also um, Jahamanath. Oh, that's right. Jama was the first. We're only halfway through the Jewels of Edelin, and now we're here. <laughs> now we have pillars. to get these four pillars. In the four corners of the land, so we're going to start to head, have, maybe have to head north. I suppose Tuonue is the next is the next jewel to visit. The stag moves silently across the cold ground, bends down and breathes on Wamberbash. And Wamberbash, you <coughs> feel rejuvenated. Did he just get a long rest? From the breath of that. No, you just Breathe feel. on me! <laughs> <laughs> stag's breath, stag's breath, come and get your stag's breath. It's not so much the effects of a long rest, but just that the tiredness has melted away from you. You see several anxious faces looking at you. What's going on? <laughs> I smell like deer breath. <laughs> He's still there, Brash. <laughs> Ooh. Bash, are you all right? 
Fine. You see what we're up against. <laughs> I do. Wombabash. Yes. You look into the steady eyes, and it feels like there's just a tunnel between the two of you. There's nothing going on around you, outside of you. Why are you angry? Because I feel betrayed. I, I don't like small spaces. And I didn't want to go, and they, they took my free choice away from me. They forced me to do something that I didn't want them to do. That I didn't want to do. And that's not right. The path of right calls upon each of us to make difficult decisions. To do things we would not otherwise do. I know I have asked much of you, and for that I am sorry. If you would like to go home now, you may. I don't want to go home, not now. I just... I can't help feeling this way. I would never do that to Peter or... Tira. And I just, it's difficult for me to understand how they did it to me. You can see the stag is considering your words. Whether you believe it or not, they love you. You may do with that what you will. Alright, well, leave me alone. I'm thinking. He bows his head and steps backward again with the same silent grace. Were you able to hear that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if that was like kind of a... An internal in thing. Their mind. No, no, no okay. you were able to overhear it all. All right, so... I'm hungry. From Thump comes the smell of roasting meat. Thump doesn't care at all that we're talking to a magical... Speaking, he, he's dear. been drinking this all in with wide eyes for sure. Yeah, I meant to mention that. <laughs> he's just sitting Roasting here, he's like, meat. <laughs> Yeah, just like my sentiments exactly. <laughs> just you know, thumb sitting Please here. Please, that just means he's hungry. Well, he's given off that smell of two episodes ago. I don't have it on my list, it's because you weren't writing it down. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Th- thumb's just sitting there, he's like, Man, I'm hungry, and there's a deer right there <laughs> think of how long we could eat on that Venison. <laughs> i'm gonna pull out some uh, meat out of my pack my dried meat and i'm gonna offer some to um to uh thump he reaches a tentative hand forward and takes a little bit and then gives the sunny meadow the grassy meadow smell and then takes a slow bite i'm chowing down i need to replenish too so Tira looks right at the, looks back to the stag. Can you tell us anything about what lies ahead? How are we going to get across this wilderness? I don't know. (laughs) You're on your own. (laughs) I don't know. Any way is open to you. Some ways are smarter than others. I saw 
in the distance, a machine. Is that how you got here? It's what we escaped the pirates in underwater. That is likely the best way to go. Bash won't get back in that again. I have no answer for this. The three of you are on your own. <laughs> Man. <laughs> well, thanks. Uh, thanks, Underill. Bash, did you hear what he just said? Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't want I didn't want to. Okay, so I, so I turned back to him. I turned back to Bash because we did hear the conversation that he and the stag had. We've all had to do things that we didn't want to do as part of this journey. If we're going to be the heroes that people think that we are and that the stag believes we can be, that's going to require us to be brave in all kinds of ways. We can't travel above ground in this weather. We just can't. How long how long of a how long of a of a trek is it? We don't know. We just don't. By land, it would take you weeks. By water, perhaps a week and a half. These are great distances, not to be taken lightly. The stag just said that speed is of the essence, and quit looking for ways to mighty leap your way there. <laughs> You don't have to believe me, but do you trust the stag? I have an idea. Brother. I can't go in there on my own. I have to be taken in there. Do you guys have anything that will keep me asleep for a long period of time? I had chamomile, (laughs) (laughs) but they didn't seem to have any effect on you. I'll have to try and find some other way. Can the stag put me to sleep for a week and a half? Diminution? So I was thinking that was my next thing. Mm. Um, Because I don't like confined spaces, if I shrink myself, it it will seem a lot. But it's very expensive. I don't have any side points now, and it only lasts 10 minutes. I see. So unless Mm. I get something else to extend that time, I won't have enough side points to maintain it. Okay. The deer... Oh, Wombrash, guess what? I happen to have an amulet that makes all of your effects last ten times longer. I mean, the, I was thinking maybe, you know, he is a magical being to a certain degree. He might be able to put me to sleep. Maybe not for a specific period of time, but I'm thinking he might be strong enough to put me to sleep. I have something that might be of use. What is your favorite place? At first I would have said my forest... But I really liked that place on the mountain a long, long time ago with the grass. I liked sitting up there, and I liked the sun, and I liked the smell of the sweet grass. I have some of it in my pack. I remember this place. Can you produce the grass, please? Yes, I can. I have... I remember you had it. I have four blades of the grass here. It's dried up since then, but here it is. Peter, will you prepare... A mixture using this grass. I, uh, I, yeah, yeah, I can. The stag guides you through. It's almost as though he knows your inventory of herbs. He's verbally guiding your hands as you prepare this, and it's a mixture that you never would have thought of on your own. But when it's done, it incorporates pieces of the ground around you. It incorporates water from this area. It incorporates the grass from Womberbash's backpack. And when it's done, there is a light green potion ready for drinking. 
<laughs> smells okay. It smells like mint. I mean, if I drink this right now, will I go to sleep? It will be as though you are in that place. It will feel as though you are sitting there. How far are we away from that thing? A couple of miles. All right, well, maybe I should take it before I get in it. There is enough here to last you for the entirety of your journey to Tuonui. But you must take it in doses. You mean I'm going to wake up sometimes and I have to take it? And I'll be inside that thing? Yes. What will I do at this place? That is up to you. Okay. Well, I guess we should stay the rest of the night here and then tomorrow head back to that thing and then I'll take it then. And then you guys can take me inside. Okay. The stag looks at each of you in turn. The sense of peace settles across all of you. Even Thump seems affected by it. And when he speaks again, the stag says... May peace and honor follow you wherever you may go. And then he turns and without a backward glance disappears over the grassland from which he came. And Wombervash, you enjoy every moment of this raw night out here on this grassland. You, you hear Peter and Tira talking quietly amongst each other. Thump is there with his gentle smells to... Take your mind off of some of the worst of what you know is coming up. And before you know it, you all three have not, all four have nodded off into sleep. You get the effects of a long rest. Yes! <laughs> yeah. That's all you want. Yeah, that's all I care about. When you awaken in the morning, even though it is still cold, there's a feeling of determination and a willingness to do what must be done. And you make your way back to this apparatus. You see it gleaming dully in the, in the morning sunlight. And as you approach Wamverbash, your feelings are beginning to stir again. I hate that thing. Well, maybe it's time to go ahead and, and take a dose of the potion from the stag. We'll take care of you, I promise. I think you should tie me up, too. Peter? Of course. I'm going to... With a grim look on my face. Not like angry grim, but just resolved, I Distaste guess. Distaste for the task. Yeah. Uh, tie Wamberbash's arms and legs. You can do this. Just tie my nose to my ear. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. All right. He is all tied up. And now you, I guess you're holding the bottle, Tira? Yeah. Um, wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait till I fall asleep before I go in, though. Of course. All right. All right. Here you go. A few drops slide down your throat. And it feels like you're falling away from yourself. And then it's almost like you're descending from the sky to sit gently on this mountaintop. And warmer breezes are playing over you. The sound of birds singing the smell of the same grass it's all as though you're actually there and i love it because it's not far from my home it reminds me of the beginning 
in really happier times, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More yeah. innocent times, too. Yeah. yeah. And the grass smells awesome. Yes, it does. Now, outside of his reverie, his eyes go wide. He's not asleep. He appears to be hyper alert. And he even stiffens a little bit, but then he relaxes in his bonds, and you can tell that he is gone. Peter, why don't you lift him into the contraption? Okay. (laughs) I read in my uh, Ruminations of Veld about a technique. um, It's sort of like a meditation to think about things. And so while I'm in this place... I'm going to I'm going to meditate and I'm going to think on um life and uh spiritual life and things of that nature. In your meditation are you going to go to a mountaintop and sit? Yes. Kind of an inception thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going up here and I'm going to invent a new religion. You do that uh and basically all of you all of you are back on board the apparatus. Asimris and Bakongo have done an admirable job of patching things up. The, the glass has had some sort of almost like a putty worked into it and that it's hardened and helped to stop the, uh, the breaking of the glass. Did we ever determine how much air is actually in there? Like how often do they, do, we, do they have to come back up to the surface to reconstitute the air that's in it? Bakongo and Asimris have been doing some calculations based on your experience, and they think that basically every eight hours you would need to resurface in order to replenish the air supply. What fuel does this thing run on, just out of curiosity? Starstone. Is it Starstone? Okay, okay. And they have also done their best to bang out some of the the worst of the damage. Yeah, some of the worst of the damage. So they've effectively returned it. It's not, it doesn't look pretty, Mm -hmm. but it's basically back to full stats. All right, um... Time to head. Which direction is going anyway? I'm sorry. Uh, well, back south to the sea. All right, back south and then to west. the sea. And and yeah, just just heading west. Straight to Tuo Nui. All right. The apparatus clangs its way back south, following the same path that took it out here. About an hour later, you are settling back into the waves of the coast, descending back down under the water. And that's where we're going to end this one. Hmm. I liked it. Yeah. This is not at all what I had in mind. This oh, really? was all made up. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, nice. And so this is good. This is good. I like these kind of diversions because it adds to the story in ways that I never would have taken it. But I think it was effective. I think, Wamberbash, your reactions were good. This was a great character building episode. Yeah. So let's talk experience. Okay. We explored the inside of that tree, which gives us a No, no, we, we explored the inside of our hearts. Of our hearts. <laughs> yes. Mine has a hole. Aww. It's to fill. A trust-sized hole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so for the role-playing, I'd like to award each of you three experience points. I was thinking we'd be given like 10 or something, but that's fine. <laughs> Meredith, you get 10. Oh. Michael, you get 10. Oh. I get negative 10. <laughs> if anyone gets negative 10, it's Michael. What? what did I? 
Because uh, you're so far ahead. <laughs> yes. And because he's the one that ran off as soon as the door was open and forced you to have to... Ex- to I got I to gotta play my character. I, gotta <laughs> I play know it. I know it. That's I'm good. So let's talk Norse battle. <sighs> oh, so here's the deal. You may not have known this, but I think you did. I was playing off that I had that grass. And you took it and you were like, yeah, you can make this stuff. So I thought that was a cool way to incorporate that grass that I took from Take two. the very beginning. Yeah. That was a neat way to tie it back. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was surprised when he asked you which favorite place. I expected you to immediately say, my tree, my home. And you were like thinking, and I was like, really? You have to think about what your favorite place I, is? I was expecting that to be the case, too. Yeah. Curveball. Yeah, for real. But that, that place was dope. In my mind, anyway. When we were up there. Yeah. I mean, you're elevated. You could see everything. But then remember, there were clouds. It was almost like the clouds were like water. The sun was there. It was warm. And I remember him explaining the grass. It was like maybe dewy. Yeah. But it was sweet. Yes. I even ate some of it at the time, right, which is the reason remember. why I grabbed the floor of uh, the mm-hmm. four blades to begin with. Yep. That was just a dope place in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And now, now, um, you now know. it literally is. And now mind. I'm there. You guys are gonna want some of this serum, and I'm gonna keep it for forever. I'm be like, nah, I need to hit that. Hey, you no. need to write that down. What he did to create that. It's gone. Oh my. <laughs> no. Because if you can recreate that for other times within the game, and we could we could use that on people. Medical. It, it might. It, look, Medicine. No, it, it might even be able to knock people out and put them in a place that that, that that's their favorite. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Man, but... why didn't you write it down? <laughs> It was a cinematic moment. You don't just write something down anyway, but Okay. More the, now, Norse now, battle. Bomba Bash has gotta have like a Jedi moment. He's just like That's I'm, learning I'm, the ways I'm of the I'm thinking force. I'm gonna come out maybe slightly a little bit more elevated. You're gonna wake up and say, I know Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Show me. <laughs> um, um oof. I mean all we got we already got points for our role playing, so we can't nominate each other for role playing anymore. Did I give you three? Three. Take yes. another two. Uh, yeah, there was some good role playing. I appreciated that. <laughs> um, ooh, I can. I'm going to nominate Thump for being so um, yes, nurturing, nurturing and gentle with Bash. Yeah, we got to elevate Homeboy too because yeah. the stronger he is, the stronger we are. You should probably get about fifty experience points yeah. for that. Thanks. All right. Any other? nominations I can't think good I think it. let's do the recap all right so tira is now at 66 points into level five Wamberbash is 90 points into are level you five. kidding me peter greyhawk is 72 experience points into level five and thump is 50 experience points into level three well done i think that was a good episode in terms of just deepening the characters mm-hmm. i liked it a lot and i hope It'll translate well in the editing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So thank you very much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it as well. It's all part of the story. We like like to see the story becoming richer and deeper and more meaningful as we go. And I think this episode and defining the friendships, the relationships between the characters was an important step. So we will see you here again next time at Stack of Dice. All set, all set, test, all set. Test one. <laughs> Tester, testing of the one, the one. Test, test, one, two, one, two. One, 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 one,
damn it. Oh, great. That's going to be the outtake for this episode. <laughs> thank you, sir. And thank you, sir. Okay. <laughs>